She refused to wear glasses. He studied her for a few more moments, as if she were a stranger, and wondered what on earth he would make of her if she were not his wife. A striking figure, that was the sort of thing people said of her. Not pretty, exactly. No, but handsome. Pamela's what one calls a thoroughbred. Yes, tremendous breeding, and entirely out of poor Hugh's league. This latter he had overheard at the party to celebrate their engagement. He raised his hand. He stood. Finally she noticed him, smiled and waved and moved towards him, cutting quickly between the tables in her tight skirt and tailored silk jacket, leaving a wake of turned heads. She kissed him firmly on the mouth. She was slightly out of breath. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It doesn't matter. I only just arrived. Over the past twelve months he had learned not to ask where she had been. As well as her handbag, she was carrying a small cardboard box. She placed it on the table in front of him and pulled off her gloves. I thought we agreed no presents. He lifted the lid. A black rubber skull, a metal snout, and the vacant glassy eye sockets of a gas mask stared back up at him. He recoiled. I took the children for a fitting. Apparently I'm to put theirs on first. That will test one's maternal devotion, don't you think? She lit a cigarette. Could I have a drink? I'm parched. He signalled to the waiter. Only a half bottle? I have to work this afternoon. Of course you do. I wasn't sure you'd even show. I ought not to have done, to be honest. I tried to call, but you weren't at home. Well, now you know where I was. A perfectly innocent explanation. She smiled and leaned towards him. They clinked glasses. Happy anniversary, darling. In the park, the workmen swung their picks. She ordered quickly, without even looking at the menu. No starter, Dover sole off the bone, green salad. Leggett handed back his menu and said he'd have the same. He couldn't think about food, couldn't rid his mind of the image of his children wearing gas masks. John was three, Diana two. All that cautioning of them not to run too fast, to wrap up warm, not to suck on toys or crayons because you never knew where they might have been. He put the box under the table and pushed it out of sight with his foot. Were they very frightened? Of course not. They thought the whole thing was a game. Do you know, sometimes I feel exactly that. Even if you see the telegrams, it's difficult not to think it's all just some ghastly joke. A week ago it looked as though it had all been fixed. Then Hitler changed his mind. What will happen now? Who can say? Possibly nothing. He felt he should try to sound optimistic. They're still talking in Berlin. At least they were when I left the office. And if they stop talking, when will it start? He showed her the headlines in the Times and shrugged. I suppose tomorrow. Really? As soon as that? He says he'll cross the Czech border on Saturday. Our military experts reckon it will take him three days to get his tanks and artillery in position. That means he'll have to mobilise tomorrow. He tossed the paper back on the table and drank some champagne. It tasted like acid in his mouth. I tell you what, let's change the subject. From his jacket pocket he produced a ring box. Oh, Hugh, it will be too big, he warned her. Oh, but it's charming. She slipped the ring onto her finger. 
held up her hand and turned it back and forth beneath the chandelier so that the blue stone glinted in the light. You are a wonder. I thought we hadn't any money. We haven't. It was my mother's. He had been afraid she might think him cheap, but to his surprise she reached a hand across the table and laid it tenderly on his. You are sweet. Her skin was cool. Her slim forefinger stroked his wrist. I wish we could take a room, he said suddenly, and stay in bed all afternoon. Forget about Hitler, forget about the children. Well, why don't you see if you can arrange it? We're here. What's to stop us? She held his gaze with her large grey-blue eyes, and he knew, with a sudden insight that caught him in the throat, that she was only saying it because she was confident it would never happen. Behind him, a man coughed politely. Mr. Leggett? Pamela.